There are hundreds of different museums scattered far and wide across Washington state. Many of them are focused on the history of their particular city, county, or region. Others feature arguably some of the most interesting, thought-provoking, and unique art and sculpture in the world. And a few have captured more of a niche area, showcasing things like robots, or quilts, or even puppets. But the thing that binds these varied institutions together is that most of them are members of the Washington Museum Association, a nonprofit organization first conceptualized in 1979. Holding its inaugural meeting the following year in Ellensburg, Washington, the Washington Museum Association was established to represent and serve museums of all types and sizes throughout the state. Its current mission is ambitious and multifaceted to encourage and facilitate the use and development of the highest professional standards, to further the role of museums as community partners in education, to act as a clearinghouse and communication network for information of special interest to museums, to constitute a statewide voice for diverse constituency and display leadership in supporting cultural diversity and the open expression of ideas, and to serve as the statewide advocate for museums and actively promote the collection, preservation, exhibition, and interpretation of historic, scientific, artistic, and cultural materials, sites, practices, and ideas. The Washington Museum Association, affectionately known as WAMA, is operated through the efforts of an all-volunteer board of museum professionals and supporters from across Washington. It has held an annual conference nearly every year since 1981 to celebrate their collective successes, share the sector's struggles, and to move toward the future together. And they just recently wrapped up their first in-person conference in two years, thanks to the global COVID pandemic. And yours truly was there to experience it. I'm Eric Ebel, your fearless field guide to Washington State history, heritage, and culture. And on this slightly different episode of the podcast, we're talking about museums in Washington. This, my friends, is Washington, our home. First, I want to say thanks to all of my listeners who've left feedback on their podcast app. Good, bad, or ugly, I do look at the ratings and read the comments, and I'm always looking for ways to improve the program. If you haven't done so yet, please take a few moments right now to let me know if you like the show by either leaving me a five-star rating or sending me some feedback via email. Right now. It's okay, I'll wait. I also wanted to let you know that I've set up a Patreon account, because it does take me a good deal of time, energy, and resources to put one of these out on the first Monday of every month. If you're a dedicated listener and want to become one of the elite few who take an active role in discovering and sharing the stories from around the greatest state in the lower 48, please take a moment to visit patreon.com slash WashingtonOurHome. That's P-A-T... R-E-O-N dot com slash Washington Our Home. Your support will help me continue to make these podcasts, and you'll get some cool benefits out of it as well. Even a dollar a month can go a long way toward keeping this podcast alive and thriving, so thank you for considering it. Now to the Washington Museum Association.
I first found out about WAMA around 2015, the year after I joined the city of Lacey's Historical Commission. In fact, I had applied for one of their scholarships to attend the annual conference, held that year at Mary Hill in Klickitat County, south-central Washington, along the Columbia River. By the way, if you ever have the chance to visit, by all means, do so. It's a fantastic museum. Amazing Washington scenery. Lots of things to do, including tour the Mary Hill Winery and visit a replica of Stonehenge. There's a great state park nearby, as well as windsurfing, horseback riding, and hiking opportunities. Mary Hill, Washington. Highly recommend. Over the years, I've had the privilege of hosting a workshop or two at these WAMA conferences. Everything from do-it-yourself marketing on a budget to using geocaching to reach new audiences, to this year's breakout session on podcasting. And to really give conference attendees a well-rounded view of this relatively new medium, I invited two other Washington State podcasters to join me. Kim Davenport is the communications manager for the Tacoma Historical Society. She produces their regular podcast, Grit City Stories, which includes oral histories, conversations with local historians on a variety of topics, and interviews with representatives from a variety of community organizations highlighting their histories. The podcast also includes episodes produced by high school and college students in Tacoma on topics ranging from music to unsolved crimes. Most people, when they think about a museum in Tacoma, they think of the Washington State History Museum on Pacific Avenue next to the historic Union Station Federal Courthouse. But if you're in search of history of Grit City itself, the colloquial nickname for T-Town, look no further than the Tacoma History Museum, located at 406 Tacoma Avenue South. It's open 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. Wednesday through Saturday, and admission is free. My other co-host is no stranger to Washington State history either. Felix Bunnell has long been the voice of the Resident Historian podcast heard on Cairo Radio in Seattle. Each episode includes Felix's long-form history feature from Seattle's Morning News, plus the weekly installment of the History and Geography series all over the map. Special features will sometimes also highlight other local history stories from deep within the Cairo Radio archives. In addition, until very recently, Felix also hosted the Washington State Historical Society's podcast, Columbia Conversations, which has ended and has since been rebranded as Cascade of History. It featured public radio-style interviews with authors, historians, archivists, artists, historic preservationists, and others working to preserve and share stories of the old Oregon country. And you can find both Grit City Stories and Cascade of History on the most popular podcast platforms available today. During the course of our two-hour workshop, Kim, Felix, and I worked to give attendees a basic understanding of what a podcast is, why they may want to consider starting one, and some of the best practices that support successful podcasts. For the audience participation portion of the lesson, I thought it would be fun for each of us to interview one member of the audience to learn more about who they are, what museum, historical society, or cultural institution they were representing at the conference, and what it has to offer the general public. That, my friends, is what you're going to hear right now. 
I'm Eric Ebel, your fearless field guide to Washington State history, heritage, and culture. And today I have the unique and distinct privilege of interviewing live from the Washington Museum Association Conference in Olympia, Washington. And I am joined by my guest, Robert Schimmelfinig. And Robert's with the WSU Vancouver Library. Robert, can you tell me a little bit about your background and the library in general? Well, my background's actually in history and philosophy. And um, I fell into doing library work because I needed a job. So I started working in libraries when I was a student. And I just kind of hung around libraries and ended up working at a library. Tell me more about the WSU Vancouver Library. We're a small satellite campus of the WSU system in southwest Washington, and uh, we don't have very many books on campus, actually, but we are part of the system, so we get books from all the different um, locations in WSU system as well as um, other libraries in the Pacific Northwest. Um, I actually work in the archives, so I get the privilege of taking care of our special collections our manuscripts, as well as um, our archive records on the campus. Robert, I got to ask, you mentioned archives, you mentioned library. What are you doing at a museum conference? Oh, well, I help out a lot of museums. Right now I'm working with the uh, Washington State School for the Blind to try to create a museum there. I have kind of a unique background. Um, I'm able to build things from scratch. <laughs> um, I built the WSU Vancouver Library Archives about 15 years ago from the ground up. So at the Blind School, it's kind of similar, developing what they have there in storage and then slowly talking with folks on the campus to get them to donate their collections until we could put it together and find unique histories. Robert, last question. What is it that you hope to take away from this conference and take back to Vancouver and the WSU Vancouver Library? I am just trying to get to know folks. I'm a new board member on WAMA, so I um, want to hear what projects everybody's doing out there and then slowly build some networking throughout the state. Very good. Robert Schimmelfenig, thank you so much for joining me. After my interview with Robert, I turned the microphone over to Kim Davenport. All right, my name is Kim Davenport, and I'm with Tacoma Historical Society, and I am pleased to be talking with Lauren Otto from the Kittitas County Historical Museum. Hi, Lauren. Hi. So can you tell me about your background a little bit and how you got into this kind of work? Well, actually, I'm born and raised in Tacoma, and then I'm actually a student at CWU over in Ellensburg, Washington. Yesterday was my third day on the job at the Kittitas Historical Museum. Okay. <laughs> uh, prior to that, I worked a year at the uh, Museum of Culture Environment on campus. Great. So are you, this is a summer internship? Actually, um, it's a full-time job. I'm about Great. to graduate in December, and I'm really excited about that. I actually started out as a cultural anthropologist and also archaeology because it's all in the same program. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah. So what got you interested in this kind of work in the first place then? I always love history and everything. Um, and... I really loved archaeology to begin with, but there was a lack of the bridge between cultural and the stories, because actually my background is in indigenous studies, and it seems very impersonal not to include the stories and not to work with the people. So I found that being in museums is that nice bridge for me personally. That's great. So you found yourself in the right place. So third day on the job. So I imagine you're still learning about the mission of the 
the organization and all that, but what, what's something you can tell me as a fellow Tacoman, uh, something you can tell me about Kittitas County that you think everybody should know? Well, Kittitas County is very interesting because I'm from Tacoma. It's mostly different types of people and everything you're going to get. But in um, Kittitas, there's actually a history there that I learned not only this year, and that is it has a huge history with uh, the Asian community, but it's not actually historically represented in within the documentation of the history and everything. And so that's a big thing that is trying to bring in those representations back in. Yeah, it's important work we're all doing right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's great to talk to you. Yeah, Thanks thank for sitting you. down with me for a few minutes. Yeah, thank you. And lastly, Felix Bennell rounded out our triune interview session. All right, it's the Washington Museum Association Conference podcasting workshop, and we're joined by April Busby. And April, what organization are you with? I'm with the Clark County Historical Museum. All right, now, where is the Clark County Historical Museum? We're based in Vancouver, Washington. And what's currently on display at the museum? Um, we have five exhibits on display. So in our outdoor gallery, we have an exhibit that we did in partnership with the NAACP that looks at the history of the black community of Southwest Washington. Indoors, we have History of Bruin, which looks at the history of European beer making from when the Hudson Bay Company brought the first hops to the Pacific Northwest through the microbrewery movement today. Uh, Her Story, which is the 2021 Exhibit of Excellence winner for the Washington uh, Museum Association. Congratulations, that's a great honor. um, Looks at the women who helped build Clark County, starting with our indigenous community and moving through to those who serve us in politics today. Currents of Progress looks at the development of our waterfronts and water transportation. Um, and then the 2020 Exhibit of Excellence winner, Music, Movement, and Sound, looks at the history of community music, starting with our Indigenous community, going through some of our history makers today. So you'll be going for the three-peat next year? Is that what I'm hearing you say? We're going to try. <laughs> now, what's, what's your job at the museum? So I am the Outreach and Public Programs Manager. So uh, like a lot of museums, I carry a lot of hats um, from everything from building new relationships with uh, our marginalized communities to developing all our programming, um, both online and in person. And do you remember when you first realized or first thought, I want to work in a museum? Was that something that came in at a young age or was it an adult thing? I mean, when, when did it happen for you that you had the, uh, the crystallizing moment where it all became clear that that was your future? So I kind of fell into it. <laughs> Wait, no, no, no. <laughs> um, so my background, I'm actually a geographer, and my master's is in community and regional planning uh, with a focus on advocacy and participatory governance. Worked in public policy for 10 years, and then kind of get fed up with it. <laughs> uh, and a really good friend of mine who was a community partner with the museum was like, hey, I know this guy who's looking for someone who can do outreach. You should meet him. Uh, so uh, I met the executive director, Brad, for our interview, and we just hit it off. And so I started there, and then two months later, everything locked down, and we had to change what a museum means. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was, I was going to ask you about the pandemic, because we're, we're sort of coming out of the pandemic, you know, knock on wood. What's Are you guys sort of back up to full speed, full staffing? What's, what's the status right now for you guys? So we are running full speed ahead, both um, moving back towards our more traditional in-person as well as doing everything we can to maintain what we built during the pandemic um, as far as our uh, digital and other offerings. Currently, we're back to full hours, our standard hours, as well as uh, full staff, although restructured from what it was before 
the pandemic. Now, is, hasn't this been a wonderful podcasting workshop so far? Hasn't it been just like mind blowing? This has been fun. Yeah. Now, are you going to, what's what's your podcasting project you've come up with while you've been sitting here talking to us about this today? So we tried podcasting a few years back and it kind of fell out of the general work that we're doing. Mm-hmm. But during the pandemic, we went back into the digital format. Mm-hmm. And so um, we've had a lot of interest in us continuing that. So I think for us, it's going to be a lot of, we have oral histories, we have our programs that are all recorded anyways. And then also we'll be starting some new community-driven archives. So we've started developing partners with that and doing a archivist program with some of our community partners. So we'll probably be doing some of that. That sounds great. Well, April Busby from the Clark County Historical Museum, thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me. I want to take a moment now to thank my panel co-hosts for driving down to Olympia for the Washington Museum Association Conference. We had a great session, and a few museums and cultural institutions in the state know a little bit more about podcasting now. All you history and heritage buffs, be sure to keep an ear out for the newest podcasts from these fine facilities in the coming months. Also, if you have a moment, please go check out Washington State University's Vancouver Library at library.vancouver.wsu.edu, or in person at 14204 Northeast Salmon Creek Avenue in Vancouver, Washington. Established in 1989 during the Great Digital Revolution, and in response to a non-traditional commuting student body, the library's collections and services, whenever possible, are available to its patrons in electronic format from anywhere and at any time. If you find yourself in Ellensburg, the Kittitas County Historical Museum is a great place to visit. With over 9,000 square feet of display space, visitors can learn about Kittitas County's history through the stories and items of its collective past. Find out about people and places, events and activities, and cultural histories that are reflected in the exhibits, the events, the programming, and more. Explore the unique history that spans the distant past to the present day with a visit to the museum at 114 East 3rd Avenue in Ellensburg, or visit their website at kchm.org. And, of course, the Clark County Historical Museum, also in Vancouver, Washington, is a vibrant place featuring exhibits, talks, and events focusing on local stories across all segments of Clark County's history. They really embrace preserving those memories and caring for the history being written every day so it's never forgotten. Find them online at cchmuseum.org or in person at 1511 Main Street in Vancouver. That's it for this episode of the Washington Hour Home Podcast. I know it was a little different than you're probably used to, but I hope you enjoyed it all the same. Again, if you want to check out the Washington Museum Association for yourself, just visit www.washingtonmuseumassociation.org, all one word, to learn more. If you like what they're about, maybe consider becoming a member or sponsoring next year's annual conference. You can find out all about it on the website. Next month, we're going to take a look at the colorful coal mining history of Wilkeson, Washington, including an interview with the last living coal miner in that town. Until then, I'm Eric Ebel, and I'll see you somewhere in Washington. Probably at a museum. <laughs>